0: All praise and thanks be to almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala lord of the worlds master of the day of judgment salawat and blessings on Nabi muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his companions his friends his family and all those who will follow him till the end of time. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us, forgive us and grant us the ability to serve the Deen of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the best possible way. Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the Deen of Islam as an amana, as a responsibility, and Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will definitely question us and ask us about our responsibilities and our duties that we have and that we imposed on us and that we took on in this world. Numerous ulama, numerous scholars of the hadith, they have always commenced the books of the hadith, like Imam Bukhari, Rahimahullah, Imam Nawawi, Rahimahullah. They have commenced the books of the hadith and the compilations with the famous hadith. and the hadith is to do with intention, the sincerity and intention. And the most famous one that we know is إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالْنِيَاتِ وَإِنَّمَا لِكُلِّ مِّرِ إِمَّا It is a little further than that. But the gist of that hadith is that verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to judge all our good actions and all our good deeds according to our intentions. And every person can make his own intention. And every person has the right and has the will and has the opportunity to make his own intention. From that we understand that there may be uh, two people doing the exact same thing, the exact same action, the exact same good deed, the exact same meritorious act, but the intention is a crucial part to the acceptance of that action and the intention is a crucial part for gaining the reward from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are two persons doing the exact similar action. One is doing it with a good intention, with a proper intention, the other is doing it not with a bad intention, but maybe with an ulterior intention. He has some other motive behind it. The action is the same. The amount of time he spends on that action, or the amount of money that he spends in that action, everything is similar, right till the end from start to finish, but only one aspect of it is different, that is the intention, the reason behind that action and the difference there in the outcome of that action is one person will be rewarded for his action and the other person will be punished. He will be questioned about that good action that he did with a wrong intention. So therefore the scholars have mentioned that the intention is a crucial part of any action indeed. One is the intention of what we are going to do and the other is why we are doing that action. At all times, we have to be careful, and we have to question ourselves: that are we doing it for the correct reason? Are we doing it to please Almighty Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? Is that action that we say for the sake of Allah? Is it coming out of our hearts, or is it coming out of our tongues, or is it something that just because the public want it or pressure is upon us, so we doing that action? And indeed, for how outwardly it may seem, it may appear, that it is a good action. It is a good action in its own right, but our intention is going to spoil it. So therefore, the scholars of Islam have always warned us, the Qur'an warns us, that we have to be very, very careful. Because this is a, what, what we can call a pressure point. This is a weak point. The intention is a weak point, and that is a place in which shaitan may come. He will find a gap in that point and try and affect our actions and deeds. So from the onset, whatever we do, let us always be focused on the intention and why we are doing it. Secondly, at the end of our action, after we have completed the action, then we always have to ask Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for acceptance. We need to ask Allah Subhanahu to accept it. We know many a times we would attend various functions or we attend some place we were invited or something that has taken place and they have what is a, a the vote of thanks and everyone is thanked for attending. People are thanked for coming. People are thanked for helping. People are thanked for donating. People are thanked for running that organization or that function, but that entire thanks would mean nothing. Although it is good, it would mean nothing if there is no acceptance from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If all the people attending are very pleased, if the donors are pleased, if the people that are being helped are pleased, and if everyone is pleased, pleased, but Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not pleased, then there is no acceptance for that action and deed. So always when we are doing anything, let us check our intention why we are doing it and also see that there is acceptance from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The other aspect to all our actions and deeds is the manner in which we do those actions. Whatever we do, we have to do it within the confines of the deen of Islam, within the confines of the Sharia. No matter how fruitful no matter how glorious the the action is, and no matter how the, what the outcome is, no matter how good the structure is, no matter how great the personality is, irrespective of all those factors, the manner in which the action is performed and done has to conform to the way that is acceptable and pleasing to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There might be a person who has started some he wants to raise some funds and he has a big dance he has a big disco he has a big party and all the ce- celebrities all the actors all the actresses all the musicians all of them all the rich people come and they pour out their donations and they collect huge sums of money they may collect millions they may put up a big structure they may put up a college they may put up a university. But all of that comes to zero. It comes to naught if the manner in which that was done goes against the command of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There will be no barakah in that whatsoever. Even though the intention was correct, even though they have noble people involved, but the manner in which it's being performed, that also will determine the acceptance from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So at all times, we as Muslims, we as the followers of the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, who claim to be his followers, who claim to be serving the deen, who claim to be maybe the ulama of deen, who claim to be the soldiers of Islam, who claim to be learned people, who claim to be generous people, who claim to be the followers of the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, who claim to be the followers of the Sahaba Ikram ﷺ, we need to ensure that we remain on that path in which the sahaba remained we cannot deviate even for a single moment even for a single second we cannot deviate from that path that has been shown to us by nabi muhammad sallallahu and as mentioned earlier we have to, even if we are on the correct path we need to have the correct action we have to do it in the correct manner and also we have to ensure that there is acceptance from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In acceptance from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there will be when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts from us, then we will get the full reward. We will get the full reward. Even though we do not see whatever action we're doing, we do not see the fruition of our action during our lifetime, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who does not forget who knows every single action and every single deed, Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of everything. He is aware of our intentions. He is aware of everything that we do. We need to ensure that there is acceptance. In the path of acceptance, we learn from the uh, Qur'an that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us, the Billahi that لَا تُبْطِلُوا صدقاتكم. That, do not spoil your good deeds and your good actions, do not spoil it. And when you spoil it, then the acceptance will be lost. If we take a very, very simple example given to us, then a person, he gives some charity. He has the intention in his heart that I want to help someone, so he wants to give some charity. Or somebody comes up to him and asks him "That give me some charity. So he gives that charity. And in giving that charity, we know the reward of charity of giving one, it is multiplied 700 times and there is so much of benefit in giving. So he gives that charity. In his giving of the charity, he has earned the pleasure of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In giving that charity, he has removed some bala, some difficult condition that may fall upon him. In giving that charity, he definitely takes away the anger of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If there is some difficult condition in any country, in any place, and people give charity, then the anger of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is taken away. It is cooled down, and good conditions will prevail. But Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, that do not spoil your charity, that a good work of charity, a million dollars or a million rands or a whole mountain in gold, given in charity with a good intention, in a good cause, in a worthy cause, it is given by a person just by a single sentence, by a single word, by a single tweet, by a single WhatsApp, by a single uh, email, By a single picture, by a single video clip, may spoil all the charity that he has given. So, almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us that the good deeds that we see around us, do not take it for granted. All the conditions have been fulfilled. Once that action has been done, be careful not to spoil it and harm it in any possible way. Do not harm it and do not spoil it in any way. What this means is sometimes we give somebody charity or we do some charity and thereafter we want to probably rebuke the person. We want to rebuke the person to whom we have given the charity. We give it, as well, we say, maybe grudgingly. We see a person and he asks us for some money. We give the charity to him. We give him some food and then we want to shout him and give him some a lecture and tell him, what's wrong with you? You look so young. You're not crippled. You are sane. You've got strong muscles. Why don't you go and work? Why do you have to stand and beg? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unhappy with that type of statement. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unhappy with that type of wording. That word will can spoil a person's charity. Similarly, we give a person charity... We do some good deeds to someone, and then we are proud about it, we boast about it, and we tell other people, or we tell that person, that you are now indebted to us. You are indebted to us. You know that your education came about because of my charity? Do you know your salary is being paid because we are giving certain, certain charity, our organization, or our institution, we are doing you a favor. We have done you a favor. So the charity that was a good and noble thing has now become spoilt because of our showing our favor and causing some harm, causing some verbal harm or some verbal abuse to whom the charity was given. So we have to be careful that we do not spoil our charities in this way that we've done a good deed we've built a mountain we've given gold we've given millions we've given billions for a cause we put up a big institution but through man and other by showing that you well, what good you have done your favor expressing your favor upon the person or by causing some harm to the person we may destroy our good deed in action similarly the scholars have mentioned that sometimes we give charity to a person, maybe he's standing at the roadside or he's standing outside a restaurant in which we had a hearty meal. We spend quite a bit of money on in that meal and after spending our money, the bill comes and because those restaurants that we go to and we spend lots of money, so automatically the food day is always much more tastier because of the amount of money that we have spent, we will... Uh, gloat about what we bought and the bill will come and thereafter we have to put a small tip and we have to tip the waiter or the person that served us so we will do that sometimes openly, sometimes grudgingly but we will give the tip and thereafter we leave the restaurant or we leave that eating house and we come outside and we see a b- bigger day with maybe her child or his child And they got their hands out, give us something to eat. So what happens at that time? We feel firstly disgraced, we feel ashamed, and we feel firstly we want to take out our our frustration. And sometimes we will take it out on the owner of that establishment and say, we won't come here again if you have these beggars standing outside the door. Or in another instance, we will give that person something and tell him, why don't you go and work? Why don't you find yourself a job? Let us for one moment think what we are saying. Let us for one moment think what we are saying and what we are doing. That person who is begging there, perhaps it is better for him to beg. It is better for him to beg from you and you can give him a few rands or a few cents. Because what, has, what alternative does he have? We are not making excuses for the beggars, but what alternative does he have? He can either go and get a job and there's sometimes no jobs available for certain types of people, and thereafter he can go into sin and start robbing. So that person standing outside there could either be there to beg from you, or he can rob be there to rob you. What would you prefer? What would we prefer? So maybe it is a favour from Almighty Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala that He puts beggars in various places. They uh, affect our consciousness and we give a few cents or a few rands, but we must give it with a good heart, with this intention that I am doing this to please Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I'm not doing this for some, any personal gain, because there is always that possibility, there is always that possibility, that that beggar standing out there, who would take our five rand and be happy with it, that beggar could be a robber and a hijacker, who could take our car, of 200,000 rand or rob us of our lives which we cannot put a price on or harm someone because he has some need whatsoever. So always be thankful to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us these avenues and these opportunities to discharge our good deeds and our good actions. But also, we also have to be careful that we know that in this day and age, we have to be careful how we spend our money and how we utilize our money. We need to ensure that we utilize our money in the best possible way. We utilize the favors of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the best possible way. We use the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us in the best possible way. We use the, the knowledge that has been given to us in the best possible way. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times, to grant us and to accept our actions and deeds, to give us sincere intentions, to make sure that we uh, help us to do our actions in the best possible way. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for acceptance and we ask Allah to preserve our good deeds so they remain with us and we can enjoy their benefits in the hereafter. Wa akhiru da'amanan, rabbil ta'ala wa barakatuh.